Yo, so the opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and the future Bachelor podcast only and not affiliated with any outside party or entity or anything like that. This fun podcast, though, may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Future Bachelor Podcast. Future you know what it is. Podcast. Let's go. Woo. <laughs> Yeah, welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and Bachelor. This episode, we are covering the loss of Young Dolph. Oh. The Y2K trilogy getting back on their bullshit. What? And Michelle taking the men to mini. Soda! And this is episode 189. <laughs> Let's go! Soda. <laughs> Soda! Except up there, they call it pop. Oh, uh, they call it pop? Um, <laughs> yeah, you know what it is. Uh, it's it's your boy and your girl. We're back for another week of potting about all the things you love. And, and if you don't love this, then why are you listening to us? I don't understand. Um, but I know you're Creeps. listening if you are maybe maybe you just like that intro and you're like i'm done for now maybe you're haters and you're listening just to hate but guess what we're getting the download we love the haters you know what i'm saying haters gonna hate though um v i don't know why i'm so hyper right now maybe it's because i didn't drink before this podcast so oh and also you just were stuck in a car for a while yes i was in traffic so you know at least now i am home and i get to look at your face and talk and and it's wow yeah (laughs) speaking of your face what's what's your face been up to (laughs) that was the weirdest way to put that whatever (laughs) um well both of us were up to your combined birthday party and trevor and ray's and other people that i barely know's birthday party on that was lit we had a little dance party it was fun it was a lot of fun not everybody got you know the 80s memo i didn't Um, yeah i know i was the dj though and i and you know i was born in the 80s so that i you know i'm i'm already in you knew it was the 80s though you got the memo i know i know i just you know i i I didn't want to dress up you know why didn't you want to dress up it was like kind of your idea i thought i came up with some ideas but i just kind of was like you know they wanted to do a theme whatever it was still fun when you're dressed up whatever you're dressed up as but um you guys really killed it you and the girls you got look like you know yeah because we love a theme yeah no you guys killed it i love that um but yeah so that was a fun night what else you get into then the next night um i met up with my friends Courtney and Catherine and their friend Katie um, and we went to Beetle Cat for dinner and um, we were feet mere feet maybe a couple of yards even from the one the only Justin Timberlake and Jessica Beale what they were at Beetle Cat they were at Beetle Cat down in a booth that we've sat in me and you wait were they just like acting like normal people were people just leaving them alone yeah, and they also had like a little bit of a security detail that were like sat right behind us. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, we kind of had to do like a little sneaky peek when we'd go to the bathroom because like he was half because like where that booth is, he's like kind of he was behind the curtain a little bit. Mm-hmm. So um, 
he was, but you could see clear view of Jessica Biel like that. It was like straight on Jessica Biel. Was she so, as pretty in person as? Yes, her skin was very luminous, and oh, I was like, "Damn, goodness. must be nice to be rich and have a good like you know." Do you think they always walk around with security? I don't know. I mean, it was very small, and like I only knew that because one of the managers came up and told me about that's who was behind us. And we were like, oh, so I, I could tell we were getting a lot of, you know, we were making sure I could tell the managers were biased for a while talking about like, I could, it seemed like, you know, making sure that they got out of the restaurant without being bothered, stuff like that. So, I mean, that's, you know, these yeah, days. But, but JT Atlanta. wasn't the only celebrity spotted. Um, your friend said she spotted me while walking, right? <laughs> You're so ridiculous. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just it's funny because like I just re-listened to last week's episode with like the whole like from one sexy man to another <laughs> that had you laughing Veronica that's what gets you going <laughs> yeah anyways um, then we went to MJQ that night mm -hmm. and then I was somehow fresh as a daisy not really but mostly to go hiking at Cloudland Cloudland Canyon, um, which is two hours outside of the city, um, with my pals uh, Katie and Clarissa. So, pretty full weekend for your girl. Yeah, no, I mean, obviously had the '80s party on on Friday that I DJed with you there. Um, that was kind yep. of like the highlight of my week because, um, you know, I wasn't f actually feeling too well all week. Um, coming off of our trip, still from the weekend before that, the week before that, I was just kind of like really. It was taking me a while to get like 100%. And then I had, you know, last week we were at the company all week. And then, you know, so it's just been kind of crazy. Um, but I'm feeling back. I feel I feel like I got my, my mojo back. And, oh. um, you know, with that being said, you know, out. well, because, because I was uh, <laughs> sick, I got to like watch a lot of things. And you know what I want to know, right? What have you been watching? Yes. So I watched um, Passing. It's on Netflix. Um, it is starring, um, oh, who's one of the main actresses, um, blah, 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 Thompson. First name, she's Valkyrie. In, Leah? Huh? Leah Thompson? No. Oh. She, she's oh, Valkyrie. Oh, you're talking about Tessa Thompson. Tessa, thank you. I'm like, mm -hmm. it starts with a T, but I was like starting to say Tiana. I'm like, it's not that. Yeah. Um, stars her, stars a couple other people, but it's all about 1920s. New York, she, you know, is a lighter skinned black woman, as we know. Mm -hmm. And um, it's about like her reconnecting with a childhood friend who is passing as white and is married to a white man that thinks that she's white. Um, and like kind of gets into like the issues around that. It's almost what? like a psych. That sounds crazy. It is. It is crazy. And it's kind of like a psychological thriller. And like because there's like some weird elements and dynamics between this like woman that's passing as white and Tessa Thompson's husband. It's a whole it's a whole thing. Um, definitely. It's definitely an interesting watch. Is it huh? good? Is it good? I liked it. OK, I liked it. Okay. Makes you think, though, yes, if yes. you're not into that, might not be the movie for you. OK, well, you watch anything else? I did. As <laughs> as we all know, mm. um, Red Taylor's version dropped this past week and she's dropped some content along with it because she had to pile it all in because Adele's album comes out later this week. So she had to get it in before Adele. Yep. And uh, one of the main things that came out of it was the all too well short film that's based off of 
the longer 10 minute version of the song that she put on there. Um, and it stars Dylan O'Brien and Sadie Sink or Fink or I think Sink or something like that. Sadie, whatever, who's in um, Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. Yeah, it's just weird seeing her with this actor because like she plays like a high school kid. Like it just like the right. whole thing kind of looked weird. Because speaking of Taylor Swift, I don't mean to cut you off, but like I did watch, I watched Saturday Night Live and she performed on there. Mm-hmm. And you know, the big talk was like this Jake Gyllenhaal song or whatever that she redid or well, whatever. Well, yeah, it's, ab- it's supposed to be about, All Too Well is supposed to be about like her relationship with Jake Gyllenhaal. A like lot of three red. Weeks of like they did they dated or whatever um yeah. well i don't know like I, I she performed for 10 minutes on the show and i didn't i wasn't that entertained like i mean the most entertaining part was probably the video playing behind her but it wasn't that great of a performance i'm like damn taylor like i don't know what's up like maybe people like will like it for the nostalgia of the song or yeah whatever. i think it's the nostalgia i think it's like for you know, women especially, I think, who grew up with Taylor Swift. Like, I'm only a couple years younger than her. You're only a couple years older than her. Mm-hmm. I think, like, we, you know, sometimes there's, like, some of those things of, like, we were there. We felt the same way. We were going through the same things mm-hmm. um, sort of aspect to it. I I don't know if I'm super into the 10-minute version either, which is kind of an unpopular opinion. But, uh, so, yeah, I could feel what you mean by that. Yeah. Um, well, um, another thing that I – well, hold on a second. Yeah. Oh, I guess <laughs> – <clears throat> what have you been watching? <laughs> right. Thought you'd never ask. Um, I watched uh, the new uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson featuring Ryan Reynolds and uh, Gal Gadot um, or Gadot, whatever people. I Gadot. was watching. I was watching. But wait him. a second. Okay. What? Yes. <laughs> You're like the fifth person that's told me about watching this goddamn movie. It's on Netflix. It's like when a new, brand new movie with like superstars. It's you got to watch it. And I was like. Just chilling all weekend. It's, was it a vibe or was it not? And also, it was like, a vibe. My- you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of that one um, movie that, like, it, it was about like cracking like safes. Fuck it- you. <laughs> <laughs> I swear it does remind me of that movie, but I thought I'd get a laugh out of you. Um, So Red Notice is, you know, um, I believe, uh, I mean, Dwayne DeRock Johnson is right now, he's, first of all, he's a huge Hollywood blockbuster superstar, you know, probably the biggest in the game right now. And, um, <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, look at um, that sickness coming no, right for no, where's you. Where's my water? Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so he essentially has been making these mega, like, uh, what's it called? Like franchises. He's trying to make these movies that franchises. You got your Jumanjis. You got your, you know, whatever Riverboat movie he just made. Um, <laughs> you yeah. know, and now we got Red Notice. Jungle Red- Cruise. It's Jungle Cruise. Whatever. That's not going to be a franchise. What I call it? that riverboat movie <laughs> called jungle cruise that's great um so yeah <laughs> I, anyways um so he's made his own version you know this actually is something that I'm, i i it should be in quick hits but we'll just talk about it right now um, why not it's uh you know dwayne dwayne rock johnson last year or the year before he had made the spin-off movie from fast and furious and and it kind of pissed off a lot of the fast and furious people because it pushed like fast nine um the production of that like a little longer because they started focusing on that one and you know the beef between him and vin diesel and stuff like that and um and dwayne rock johnson said he wasn't going to be in the last two like the last 
Fast and Furious stuff. So, you know, Dwayne The Rock Johnson has now made his own franchise called Red Notice, which it looks like to be like a Fast and Furious type thing. Not like completely like about cars or whatever, but it's definitely like a heist movie. Um, right. where like you get all, like they'll probably add more superstars to it for the sequel because they set it up to be a sequel but it was well, pretty and, good and, and Gal Gadot was in the you know was in Fast and Furious Ooh. so some tea okay okay yeah the, and and also they make a vin diesel joke in there that's like you know definitely shut up like no they do not them. yeah they're coming i'm gonna have to watch this stupid movie yeah now. it's good it's good it's, it's it's got twists like I, I i didn't see it all coming but um but essentially you know speaking of all that vin diesel reaches out to dwayne derock johnson in the last week over a post like pretty much like begging him to come be like part of the last final two movies because he's i don't know he said some weird stuff in there like no one else can play you know whatever his character was and it's like are you gonna like replace the rock with somebody else like well because i mean like the rock only plays himself you know what i mean like the rock is like a character within himself i feel like every character he plays is like kind of the same yeah it's kind of and that's why i like red notice because this is probably the most i've seen the rock flex um, wow. you know, yeah, like not really? in, in, no pun intended. <laughs> uh, no, but, uh, yeah i mean this is the most i've seen him flex his acting abilities like it starts off like you're like oh this is the rock again playing the rock but then he ends up becoming you know a different like rock so it was like you know like a stone uh so yeah i know i don't know i'm like i'm hyper but like the jokes are just bad i know um but yeah and on top of that i watched you know a good uh home sweet home alone the, the newest oh did uh, you watch it yes, what were your I vibes well, um, how was it you know not my favorite home alone it did connect you know and it had you know mentions of kevin McAllister and and stuff spoilers i'm sorry but um <laughs> i mean essentially it was it was a different take on the movie it essentially it seemed like like i don't know how to explain it like you know the main character didn't feel like the kid in this one the the main character felt like the robbers and mm. and about or surrounded them so that was kind of an interesting take on it and um it just seems like the 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 whole like the booby traps kind of get old like they, they don't they're not that uh unique anymore so Damn. that's what i we hate to see it yeah but it, i mean watch it it's it's definitely good if you're in the christmas mood right now it's another one you can add to the list so but why don't we get into something we like to call i don't know crickets what do we got v all right, starting us off with a sad one that literally happened today. Um, Young Dolph, known rapper, uh, was shot and killed in Memphis today. Super sad stuff. He was actually going to some local bakery that he frequents uh, called Makita's or Makita's Cookies. And I guess he was going there to get cookies for his mom. Damn. Damn, damn, damn. Yeah, he, um, he was huge at it, one point. Yeah, and it's sad because I guess like he's really done a lot for that community and everything. So like it's definitely a big loss. It's like There's a Nipsey a lot. Hustle situation, huh? Like a Nipsey Hustle situation. Yeah, for sure, for sure, hood. for sure. Um, um, what else we got? So, um, update on Travis Scott and Asher World. That whole situation. Uh, the newest lawsuit. Fi- There's already a ton of lawsuits being filed against like him, Life Nation. A lot of different parties involved. The latest one is for seven hundred and fifty million dollars dollars um, against him and Drake and a couple others on behalf of at least one hundred and twenty-five victims. You know of injuries Why is and Drake obviously mentioned in these lawsuits. 
Hmm? I still I still haven't I don't look too much into it because it's like really dark and I I don't know I just don't want to like look at like the news of all that um but I'm not the biggest Travis Scott fan either so I don't really care but um why is Drake mentioned in these lawsuits do you know why he's mentioning these ones because uh well in this like 750 million dollar one because he came on on the set with like and he performed and he also like during when all this was happening with Travis Scott oh damn Mm-hmm. Damn. Mm-hmm. Um, and heard- he was also real quiet about it. Yeah. So. Oh wow, yeah. And I also heard they went out and partied like pretty hard afterwards and stuff too. Yeah. Allegedly. So. Uh yeah. So we'll we'll have to see how that rolls out. But in better news, mm-hmm. our three wait favorite- well, didn't they they also Nike stopped their collaboration on the shoe with Travis Scott? Yes. Right? Oh yes. Good point. Yes, they stopped the collaboration on the shoe. They like they're postponing. Um releasing the like Nike Air um Cactus Jack collab situation or whatever uh which I mean is good I think it's good not to profit off of tragedy right now it wouldn't be a good look on Nike um yeah I don't I don't, I don't do you, do you think Travis Scott survives this like as a star um I don't know I mean I think so I think he probably I mean I've seen you know I feel I feel gross like going back to chris brown but i feel like yeah chris but like but no one died true like multiple people died yeah i don't know know. then i don't know yeah um well uh what was your pivot into better news better news top three gals (laughs) from the early 2000s the early aughts the y2k times were Paris Hilton, mm. Britney Spears, mm. Lindsay Lohan. Oh, they all man. used to hang out. You've Love seen the all. paparazzi photos of them yes, all have. in their little cars, going mm-hmm. in their little parties together. Yep. Arm in well, arm. Yes. And then they all turned look- on each other. Yes, but everything's <sighs> looking up for them, and they're all doing well. Really? And, and first of all, Paris just got married this past week. <laughs> yes. She's married. She's. I didn't realize that she's forty. That's insane. Um, she still looks good. I know she got married. Had like six costume changes. Had an extravagant wedding, as we could only expect. All of you know the best people were invited. The Kardashians, obviously, because they're very close, and mm-hmm. everybody was there. She's seemingly very happy. She almost got married to some other rando a while ago, but that changed. Now she's married to this dude, and seems like a good time for her. So, congrats to Paris. Um, then. Britney's conservatorship was dissolved. Let's give a round of applause. You're free, Britney. Yeah, freed, freed Britney is you know now the new hashtag. Um, there's still like some stuff going on with the financial part of it that are getting sorted because they have to have somebody in place to then like transfer all the funds and whatever. But in general, things are dissolved, so that's good. Dope. Um, and then to round us out, Lindsay Lohan is uh, coming back to the the screen for us as an actress. She will be acting in a Netflix um, rom com, a Christmas rom com, opposite of Cord Overstreet, known from being in 
Glee mm. and other things, but mostly Glee. And so, you know, we're all excited for her. She seems to be like looking healthier, feeling better. I'm excited to see. I love those stupid Christmas rom-coms. They're great, just like trash television to yeah. put on. Um, so I'm excited to see what hers is all about. Amazing. You know? I'm sure she's a big city gal yeah. that goes back to her small town and falls in love with the small town guy. Um, and has to save Christmas. Mm. Uh, just guessing, though. I yeah, mean. and she becomes Mrs. Claus. That's so fetch. Um, what else we got? Let's let's qu- wrap up the quick hit. <laughs> so GQ has their Man of the Year issue, and the three cover stars are Lil Nas X, Tom Holland, and NBA star Giannis. And I can't say his last name, but he's on the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, and they're you know Why him? great. Huh? Why him? I have no uh, idea who this is. He's just kind of known for being a big, big person in in the NBA as well as like kind of like molding over into that fashion world and stuff like that. So, um, I think that's why. But, Giannis. Yeah. Um. Well, that's cool. Uh. And he's he plays for the Bucks. Hmm. <laughs> um, well, that's what's up. Um, good for him. Uh, Little Nas X and Tom Holland. Um, the new trailer for Spider-Man, the second trailer dropped. And mm-hmm. that's really exciting. We're seeing old characters from old Spider-Man movie joining the new Spider-Man I'm universe. so excited. It's crazy. So um, I can't Even wait. Even though I hated the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans. I hated those movies. Yeah? Uh, mm-hmm. Those are pretty, they stand up pretty good, I feel like. Um, they, least, they, I don't know why I hated them so much. I, I think I just hate Tobey Maguire. Yeah, he's pretty shitty. Um, but <clears throat> he's hurt. I'm, I've heard he's making a, a, a he's going to be making an appearance in the new Spider-Man. So that'll be exciting, right? Right. Right. Sure. Right. All right. Well, V, what made you go yikes this week? I had a couple of yikes moments. One is from our gal, uh, gymnast, gold medal gymnast, and just recently eliminated from Dancing with the Stars. So she was like within the top four, I guess, or however many are left. Um, Suni Lee, she talked about how in the past like couple of weeks, she had an incident where she was in L.A. with some friends. Um, because that's where she is filming Dancing with the Stars. And um, I guess uh, she was waiting for a ride, and there's a whole car that drove past her that, like, screamed some Asian slurs at her, um, and then pepper sprayed her, like, as they passed or whatever. So, um, so sad shit, especially because... So it was women? Uh, well, she was she was out with women. No, I'm just saying, know. like, I don't know how many guys carry pepper spray with them, but um, I was wondering if it was like women that pepper sprayed her. <clears throat> I don't know. It doesn't say. Um, but uh, just you know, sad stuff because there's always there's been the news like earlier in the pandemic and stuff about how there's like a rise of anti Asian, you know, hate and things like that because of the um how the the virus spread from from china to here etc so um yeah ridiculous anything else there is i mean the baby is a yikes moment as of late in general and i guess him and his uh the his baby mama danny lee and i guess supposed either former current Who's to say girlfriend side piece is what he's also referred to her as. I don't know, but they have a kid together, a three month year old, three month 
year old, three month old. Uh, well, daughter. that's a yikes in itself, the baby. Like, you know, your baby is going to grow up to be, you know, a person, and this is going to be infamous to them that you called their mom uh, a side piece, you know? Right. And so, like, they had, like, an Instagram live, like, he was, like, fight. trying to kick her out while, like, she was feeding the baby and stuff on Instagram yeah. live. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I just, I just think I don't want to pick one side or the other because I'm sure Danny Lee has like some stuff like here too. Like, you know, he, I'm sure that they oh, get yeah. in I mean, pretty like, crazy she's been, fights. I guess like she was like, I think charged with like some um, maybe dis- domestic dispute, like kind of charges as well. So I think there's definitely a little bit to both sides, but I mean, I don't think baby. I'm not saying that baby's an angel. That's for damn sure. Right. Um, well, yikes, uh, those guys, I mean, this, I don't really think it helps the baby right now. He doesn't need this kind of, no, I mean, he's already not in a good place. Like, so, um, well, V, uh, uh, yikes. Uh, but why don't we get into something we like to talk about around this time of the show? It's that time to talk about the bachelorette on our show. V, where do we start? Right. Like, you know, this was a this was a strange week. I felt uncomfortable watching this episode. I don't really? know why. Yeah, you know, this guy, what's his name that got sent home? Like, he's just like really creepy. Chris. Yeah, Chris, creepy Chris. Chris was a very, we'll get into it, but I feel like he's like a classic villain and he just like really has no self-awareness. Yes, and I would agree. So, but before we even get to Chris... Mm. All the men go to Minnesota. They go to the Twin Cities. They're in Minneapolis, um, where our girl, which this is the first season in a while where they're traveling anywhere. Obviously, like, this doesn't feel like a ton of travel, but it's like, you know, it's like a pre-hometown to the hometowns. Mm-hmm. Right. And I mean, so it's, yeah, this is usually, I mean, do they actually, What at what point do they usually go back to her hometown? Uh. I think like that when it's like after hometowns. So it's like when it's, it's like right before the final usually. So obviously like. she picks the Minneapolis man um, to go on a one-on-one date with first, right? Right. So she picks Joe, her hometown hottie, if yeah. you will. Um, Mr. No surprise there. No, Mr. Basketball to <clears throat> go on the first one-on-one date. They do, you know, some nostalgic shit. They go to back to her high school, talk about it, talk about, you know, growing up in the same area, all that stuff. Um, I'm not going to lie. This is all pretty boring. All of it. As we, yes, as we know Joe to be is he's pretty, you know, not a ton of words, but like they vibe together. I think, I feel like we don't hear a lot from him because I feel like they just understand each other on such a quick level. Mm -hmm. They're like, as us viewers, like it's really hard to like show that. So I feel like we just. I think what annoys me about this, this situation is the fact that they could have already been doing this. But because, like, she wasn't on TV yet, he wasn't interested. And she's always been Mm. interested in him. And now she's on TV. Now he's looking like the sweetheart or whatever like that. And um, it just bugs me, you know? Um, I see. Even though, you know, they obviously do look good together. But that's just kind of my take on it. It's a hot take. I see. I see where you're coming from. I really do like their vibe together. I think, like shared experiences and stuff like that is useful for them in building a relationship. And I think, you know, 
that's helpful. And he does get into, I feel like we finally got to like dig a little bit deeper into Joe this episode because he gets a little bit more into how being a student athlete and well, how. Well, I mean, even before that, they put up like a blank slate, like a black like screen saying like, we're about to talk about depression and suicide. So yeah, they gave really... like an actual pre-trigger warning and they put them in the promos for the show as well just like a little thing which is that's more than the show has ever done in the past and actually it's more than it even did before they had Jamie talk about how his mom committed suicide mm. on a previous episode so that's kind of interesting yeah i mean they're um, they're um what picking favors on how- i don't know or if it's just like maybe they got some backlash with how that was handled and ah, then they're like guess maybe we should toss this in here right um <clears throat> But interesting. Um, but yeah, so he talks about, you know, how the injuries and stuff of like when he was playing basketball affected his mental health because like once, you know, when all you do is like do a sport like that and that's like what you're known to do and it's like what you're supposed to be great at and you lose your ability to be as good at it, you lose a large part of yourself is what she explains. And he's all like, I kind of was like, why am I even why am I even here? Like, why am I even like, why am I even like on this earth kind of deal? And so it was, it was great to see him open up and like actually see more of like who he is besides the fact that I've always been like, Oh, they'd be perfect together. Cause they just get each other. Um, and I thought that was good to see, but yeah, besides that, it was a pretty run the mill deep first date. I would say, do you think it's good to be into sports? Like, like, I don't know, like as far as like playing them and stuff and like as a profession, I mean, I don't know how to answer that. I don't know. I, I, it's a weird question. I, I was I was asking you because you're the sports like, I mean, person like on the show. Because like, I mean, he didn't do it professionally. <laughs> right. Obviously, I think I think it gets down to the degree of like for me when it comes to sports and like especially this time that we live in now. I think there's a lot of parents that push kids to be like they're like living do, vicariously through them to do a lot of stuff with sports like. Which I think, you know, when you're a kid and growing up, I don't know if that's always super fair. And I'm happy that like my sport experience, like my parents never pushed any of me or my brothers to like stick with a certain sport or like do all this so that we would be the best at whatever sport if we if that's, you know, whatever. Yeah, neither my, my, one brother, neither my, my one brother was just the best at soccer mm-hmm. and everything he did. He didn't even have to like try. Yeah. But um. But, like, they never pushed and be like, you got to, like, go to college and play and you got to do whatever. Yeah. Um. So I think I think it can be tricky with when it becomes, like, such a – if that's all you have. Like, even I heard, you know, back when we've talked about um, Simone Biles and, like, her stuff with – she talked about how, like, you know, sometimes it's hard to disconnect when that's all your life and when you're – not feeling good in it and you're not doing whatever like it does get dangerous like it gets dangerous to yourself because then you don't even like you don't have control over your body almost anymore right right true yeah i don't know at what level of playing sports is actually like the comfortable level like only maybe like if it's like a league that you play in like once a week or something like that but besides that yeah even up to the highest level of playing sports like simone biles um she can you know, still be like, I can't do this right now, you know? Right. So, um, yeah. So anyways, their date wraps up, they love each other and you know, it's going to be hard to compete with him. Um, but what comes next? So the group date card comes out and before this even like happens, Chris S really, 
has a complex. He thinks he he really thinks, you know, that he really did something with his like behavior last episode by like calling the other guys out or like letting her know. He really thinks I like I don't. Well, like, he's getting in his head. Like you know, the guys are not cr- messing with him. He he really he's depending on his relationship with Michelle, which she's not even really messing with him either. Like she knows right. what's up. She's just trying to make it to the next rose ceremony to, to let him go. But he's well, in yeah. His- but it's just like he even he thought he was gonna get that. He thought he deserved the the second one on one date. So when he got even called for the group date, he's all like, especially because it's Nate, which is like his self proclaimed nemesis. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like already like on one before even going into this date because he's all like. he's like he has a similar complex to like what jamie had where like they're forgetting where they're at they're forgetting that like they're not the star of the show Mm -hmm. like michelle is like they he he does kind of similar stuff where he's all like like i can't like i'm disappointed that she didn't like come whatever like blah 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 like he's pretty much like blaming her for the fact that during the group date in the cocktail portion, whatever, he didn't get talked to. Like, I know. You can just see, like, the difference between a person like that. And then, you know, you, here you have, like, Joe and Nate who are going on one-on-one dates. And Joe has to read, like, the note to Nate about their date after going on his date with Michelle. And they're still, like, cool with each other. When you can like, see cool they have, like, other. no... Joe and Nate are chill with each other. Yeah. That's how you know, like, that they're both good dudes, even though they're, like, they're the front runners. Yeah. Like... If one of them wasn't a good dude, they would like be going for the ankles of the other one. But they're both like whatever. Like, so she invites the group date to the stadium where they do like you know they think they're gonna meet the Vikings, but they meet some old guys dressed as Vikings and they're gonna do some Viking um, bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. And this is actually just another opportunity to try to convince us about our next. Why bachelor. Clayton should be. The- <laughs> And like, no one is- understands still. Like they're still like, why is this happening? And and I get it. He's he's good looking. He's you know you got the body. He's tall. He's sweet. He's just a big burly white dude. Yeah, it's just like all right, boring. You know, I'd rather see someone like I, I mean Joe would be probably boring as hell too. But I'd rather see him be the bachelor or something. But right. Um. I mean, he probably wins. So I don't know. But um. Yeah. So here we go. We got Clayton. Um. You know, winning the viking what are they, were they calling it uh viking warrior or something like that something like that i don't know viking i mean warrior. it makes sense this was this date was made for him like this is definitely like he's his vibe. roaring the whole time like you know it's just it's ridiculous so yeah he wins and then they go on the after date where um you know uh chris is not even he's like the only person that doesn't talk to michelle after saying he like, doesn't I, even try he's like in a different room for half the time because he's scared he's like he's getting he's self-conscious like you know no one likes him no one's probably talking to him except for the one dude that ends up martin put, martin ends up putting his foot martin in his is mouth. befriending all the villains i don't know why because like, he's, he's a villain. What are you talking about? Boy. He's he, a fuck boy. Yeah, well, he's through. got red flags all over the place. But that's the second group date, right? The last group date that like Martin's on, right? There's this, only one group date for this. There is. So he's on the same group date as this one with Chris. Because I thought there was like a. I don't know. Maybe I'm talking about the cocktail party yes, for the rose ceremony. Yes, yes, yes. But so yeah. Anyways, so. Yeah, they're on the group date. You know, Chris is talking about how he wants to talk to Michelle and like figure out why, you know, she doesn't like him or picking him or whatever. And he doesn't do anything about it. He's just talking shit. So um, he, she ends up giving the rose to Clayton. 
She does the fake out, which we haven't seen since Tasha's season, mm-hmm. where, you know, the little fake out of like complimenting everybody. Yeah. Which, because I almost thought Brandon, who is known notorious for getting date, like group date roses, I thought he was going to get it again. I was like, damn, three for three, dog. No, nah, there's but, no way. He was, he was kind of, I know she was like talking about how he like, was trying and making an effort, but it came off corny to me. Like he was just kind of trying to get like kisses here and there. Like, you know, he's like a little puppy dog. Like he gives me like puppy dog vibes. I mean, maybe she likes that, but like, even when he like came up walking, like Clayton was like, look at this guy's goofy grin. Like, you know, (laughs) he's just coming up like, can I steal hair from you? And, um, anyway, so fish boy ends up not getting the rose and it goes to Clayton, um, the Viking man. So, uh, good for Clayton. Which like, even it on just, an episode where he wins a rose, we still don't know what the hell he did and what he's doing. Like, I know they make out. I know they whatever, but it's not like. I have no idea. Like, they he keep said, showing like, scenes of him being like, this could be my forever could. You know, I'm like. And we're all like, we know it's not. Yeah, we know it's not. What is going on right now? Like, this is the dumbest shit ever. Like, it's almost like he's. I'm trying to think of what it's like. It's like. Like if they were to just put like, it was like when we were at the company the other day and my boss like missed the group picture and they photoshopped him in like for the the next day or at the end of the presentation, they had uh, had him photoshopped in. That's what I feel like about Clayton in this season. I feel like they just photoshopped him in here. They just photoshopped him in. Yeah, like just to like have him be the bachelor of the next one. But um, so yeah, uh, photoshopped. He um, definitely uh, didn't impress me, but I mean, I, I don't not like him. I he's 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 you know he's run of the mill. He's just he has he, he's nothing spicy. He's nothing. He just you know is palatable. Yeah, he's palatable is what he is. Yeah. So um, essentially, you know, uh, Nate goes on a date um, and he gets it becomes a group date. They go out on a boat and she's like, it's going to become a group date. And she brings and she has her two besties, two besties. Um, you know, what do you think about them? The besties were very Minnesotan. Mm-hmm. Um, they just reminded me of like typical northern Midwestern women. Yep. Um, and they, you know, they were going they were going for the tea. They were going for whatever. And I think Nate handled himself very well. He like wasn't there to really like shit talk. He like brought up how, you know, people thought that he gave off this sort of impression. He explained his actions and whatever. And like, I thought he didn't, I don't, he wasn't lying. He wasn't like hiding anything. He, what was this? What, what did he say that he said? Um, he said, well, Chris said that, you know, he, Chris S had thought that Nate thought that he had it in the bag. And he had said like, if it's not an, if it's a, when, which he explained off as being like, I know like my connection with Michelle. So I knew I was going to be getting a one-on-one date. And he's like, and look, here I am. <laughs> right, right. So, I mean, they have an, an awesome connection. Uh, you know, Nate is just cool to watch just because he's just always smiling and just, you know, got he's good He's a energy. cool dude. They have a great, they have a lot of chemistry. They get along the, you know, he passed with the best friends with flying cover colors, which is that is a test. Yeah. Like if the if the friends don't like your boo, this is gonna probably be a no for you. Yeah, so I mean, just to be in front of all three of them and to be able to handle it, it's just with a camera in your face. Like, good for you, bro. Um, you know, what do they talk about at dinner? Nothing that special. 
And Nothing. I mean, I, they they could have been talking about how they were wearing matching oh, shirts. Oh, but what ends up happening, the interesting part, is Chris comes walking in. He's like, yo, I got to talk to Michelle. And she's like, uh, I, I've really never seen anyone like interrupt a one-on-one like dinner. Um, I know. These producers be wilding out. I mean, the producers obviously... They they've put him like they put him in the worst little costumes for his group dates. They put him in the risky business thing. They put him in um, this weird centaur thing for the other thing. They're so they're like, just that's like, why you put it. They put you in the donkey suit. That's what they were saying. Yes, that, that's yeah. That's what yes. That's what they said. <laughs> but literally, like they do this to him, and then they're like, okay, you know what we're gonna do? We'll drive you there, though. Like we'll give you a car. We'll let you get there and we'll let you just well, continue to Well, he must have already the- decided to, that he wanted to go home and he was like, I'll cause some drama before I get out of here. So let's go. I just, he seems delusional. Like he really thought, like he really, he's like, I, he's like, Nate's a bad guy. Like, well, one, I, one way or another, I'm disappointed in you. And wh- she's all like, what? <laughs> yeah. One way or another, she actually handled it right too. Like I, I thought the way she handled it was like pretty. She's incredible. Yeah. She handles all of these dudes so well. And I think it's really her teaching ability. She just like easily is all like. Cause she could have mm. easily gotten offended. Like, you know, being like, what are you doing? Like, like, you know, but she, she handled it with grace, got him the hell out of there. He said his piece and, um, yeah, so there's that. Um, she comes back to Nate. Sorry, I had to leave you and stuff, and they're fine, and everyone's happy that he went home. They kiss. I go on a yes. On a what you call it? Yeah, everything's happy. Yep. They so have some let's fast fireworks. forward to the cocktail party, right? There's nothing else that really. Yeah, the cocktail party for the rose ceremony. This is where Martin the fuckboy continues to dig his grave. Yeah. Because he, he already had like a little baby toe in the grave with how he tried to like fight for Jamie last episode, mm-hmm. and then he just like kind of just you know jumps in he still like has the ability to get out i guess because he got well he just kind of yeah he did put his foot in his mouth you know i've been in those situations before where like i I don't know this is what happened but like where you you say something and just like the times have changed buddy like she's calling you out out, on something well he was trying to say one of those lines that dudes say when they don't know what to say which is like you're not like one of the other girls but like he's like that's kind of what he said and then she's like okay and he's like you know girls in miami are high maintenance and she's all like (laughs) explain yeah i Which, loved it that's the I loved easiest it. way to catch any i'm gonna say mostly men in their bullshit shit because it's like if you ask like and or any hateful person that says something like a slur or a comment or whatever like it's so easy to be like what do you mean i don't get it because well, then they be have to maintenance? explain their shitty shit that they said and then they realize how shitty it is what what, what is i'm gonna actually look up the definition of high maintenance because i was just like um I was just kind of like take it like, you know, the way he was trying to say he was like high maintenance is like a girl that wants everything done for them. And when I think of high maintenance, like I mean, it's not even specifically like I'm I would say I'm kind of high maintenance. As I would ag- I would tend to agree. <laughs> but um, I would tend to agree. But like, you know, I, I wouldn't say for the same reasons of that. Like it's just some someone that just kind of like requires these things in their life, like whether it's like, you know, I need to be like ready i need to you know i don't know let's just look up the definition i might be putting my I foot just in my think he could have easily just <laughs> needing a general, lot of work to I, keep in good, good condition that's think, definitely me i'm high maintenance yeah um, i think he could have easily just you know rolled it off as being all like yeah women in miami like nice things 
And you could have easily just rolled it like they like nice things and it's more expensive in Miami. Done. Like that's the probably best way to like. Yeah. he Yeah. But it's that's not high maintenance, though. And so, yeah, it was great to see her call him out on it. Um, I loved it. I, I was. I loved it. God it forbid. Like this man really thought because like she was all like and you could tell he was just saying words. He didn't even know what he was saying anymore. Oh, I know. And when then, he was explaining it to the guys. Then the best, oh yeah, when he explains it to the dudes, he explains it as a completely different situation. He explains it as like, like getting it's vulnerable. Like he was like, it's a misunderstanding on her part. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, bro, you're so fucked. So yeah, anyways, he's like, the fact that he got a rose was insane to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, though there were other guys that needed to go home. There was like somebody that was like, what the heck? Who is this guy? Leroy? I, I don't even remember. <laughs> I feel I was bad, like, but oh. like, it's like, who was that he guy? He had great outfits. That's all I remember him for. I, I don't, I've never heard him speak more than maybe like two seconds. Oh my God. So yeah, people go home. Um, we see a preview of next week's episode, which it looks like uh, Clayton is like crying and getting mad at Nate. I mean, that's it the way the like- edit looks like. Which I don't know why everyone's trying to make. I think everyone's it's starting to get to that point of like where people are making Nate the bad guy just because he's a front runner. Because I haven't like I don't he's confident. I don't think he's overly cocky. I haven't seen anything to make him a bad guy. Uh, well, he does insert himself in certain like you know dramas, not like specifically this. I don't last really one. think so. No. I think more like they come to him because they're insecure because they know where he stands. I mean. I don't know. Like, there's just like I, I, I understand like why like people would hate on like it's almost like why somebody that sounds would, like it's just coming from a place of insecurity though. Right. I, I mean, it's almost like if someone were to hate on me, sometimes like I feel like why like because like I'm I'm nice or like I talk like you know I'm trying to be like nice to people and stuff. People like just sometimes feel like that's a fucking like you're lying. It's because they're insecure, so that's right. their problem. I mean, it's just like who Nate. cares how what I'm doing? Like you know what I'm saying? Like worry about yourself. Like that's kind of like what it should be on all like everywhere but like you know when people start seeing you like getting ahead and like you're just all smiles and everything's all perfect like you're going to get haters like i've had that in at work i've had that like with bosses i've had that with you know whatever it is and um you know some people just can't be like you so they'll just hate on you you know right that's um, what i'm saying so yeah so i mean necessarily though like it looked like there was something about acting or something it's like you're trying to be an actor like that's what clayton was saying i'm so sick of this with these fucking shows like no like uh, we gotta remember that how they cast these like they can be i mean like obviously if you are being an actor you might you might be more privy to different casting things like that doesn't mean that you're trying to act on this show though yeah even if you're an actor you just might also just have a bolder personality like you know you just right. are comfortable being around a camera you know comfortable in weird situations that like you know most people are like nervous about so right. um so yeah uh anything else that you really saw out of the previews it just looks like she's going to be coming down to a tough decision. And it looks like one of the dads is going to try to like pretty much turn her away from his son being all like, he's not ready for this. I don't want that him wasn't to her dad. You. No, what? that was not her dad. Okay. Um, well, uh, you know, I don't know. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens the rest of the season, because it looks like she has a pretty deep connection with pretty much rest of the guys that are there. Right. 
Yeah, I mean, except for Martin. Martin? Well, yeah, I mean, quite. I would say she has a deeper connection, and they were, like, making out, I mean, in, in the previous. I don't really think, but you could tell even, like, with her Who body language. Who got the language. rose last? What's his name? The nice guy that I told you was going to go home in a couple weeks. The one that was screaming off the, like, when they were looking at the skyline. Oh, Rodney. Rodney. Yeah, he's going home next week. And um, she's going to be all like, I, I'm sorry. Like, I think you're I mean, awesome. he's a nice guy. They're just not meant to be. I can, It's done. Yep. For sure. Yep. Um, I mean, there were just other guys that needed to go home before him. Yeah, that Casey guy looked like he didn't even belong. Right, right. He was trying so hard. I was like, dude, dude, no. Um, so, yeah, do we have any other uh, Bachelor Nation stuff going on? Yeah, so Hannah Brown has recently come out about how she hooked up with Pilot Pete during the airing of his season. So, like, his the season was over, and that was kind of like during the gray period of when he had – I think ended his engagement with Hannah Ann and then was starting to like think about rekindling something with uh, Maddie. So um, I guess they were at some function together and they ended up leaving together and, you know, hooked up. But, you know, she said, you know, there wasn't any chemistry. I could tell, you know, the things on his mind and and now she's happily dating some other hot guy. So good for her. Um, Katie Thurston is doing 12 Days of Messy. So every since the Red album, Taylor's version released, she's been matching up her former contestants to different songs and posting them to her Instagram stories. What do you stories. think of this? I mean, it's it's what it is. It's messy. It's exactly that. You know, I don't know about this, Katie. Um, I mean, uh, Claire, you know, didn't have the best, like, post-Bachelorette's, like, you know, time. Claire didn't even have like a good a two week season. Yeah. Um, so yes, we can't really count. And then her Katie got this. a full season and it wasn't great. Right. So I'm guessing, you know, Katie is kind of like, I mean, trying to capitalize on her fifteen minutes. Um, but I don't see her being long lasting like a Taisha or like Caitlin or, you know, a Michelle. Um, any of these people that like are you can just tell like the way you know, there's a difference between Katie and there's a difference between Caitlyn. Like, you know, that's because I, I was about to say, I'm like, I feel like she was trying to be the next Caitlyn because Caitlyn was known for being kind of like off the wall, kind of does stuff by her own rules, mm-hmm. does whatever, like has that kind of personality. And I feel like Katie's trying so hard to be Caitlyn in that way of being like spunky and different. But I, I just think it's not landing. Yeah. I, I mean, she just might be a little bit more immature. Or just, you know, I don't know. I really don't know. That's just uh, my my hot take on that. Um, well, that's what's up. Um, uh, yeah, do uh, anything else? Not that, I, not that I found. All right. Well, week five in the books. Um, so we'll have to catch next week's Bachelorette um, for some updates with this drama. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, actually, there is no drama, but... There's going to be, you know, there's going to be. I know there You're is. right. You're right, Sai. There always is, you know. There <laughs> always is. There always is. Anyways, let me talk about our slapper of the week. All right, here we go. Slapper of the week. This song slaps. <laughs> you know, for someone that was talking shit about Taylor's SNL performance in 10 minutes song, you wouldn't have thought that I'd pick Taylor Swift as our slapper <laughs> of the week, but I did. 
Um, you know, I mean, this song is a banger. It's a banger. From the way gone back, and, and it's Taylor's version. And now we can feel now. ethical about yes. listening to it because it's her version, and the money's not going to Scooter. Yes, and. Um, you know, for some reason, I really love this song throughout the years. I knew you were trouble by Taylor Swift. Me too. Um, and I just, I'm really amazed. Like, it just blows my mind. Sometimes I'm like, are they tricking us? Like, did they really do anything to this song because of the way they match it? I'd be listening to it so closely. I'm like, yo, if there's something off about this version of this song, I'm going to hate it. But I'm like, I'm like, I don't really notice the difference. Yeah. They're so good at producing these exactly the same way. They're produced pretty well. I think I've Do seen Do you ever TikToks. notice the differences? I haven't. I've, the only one that I've noticed the differences, and I think it's mostly because like I saw a TikTok comparing it, mm. was um, never like we're never getting back together. Like that one, the we E's in it are a little different mm. than how the we E's like we E. Like it's a different. It's different. Yeah, but they got like the best producers and songwriters, oh, for and sure. musicians and stuff recreating. She just these. like kidnaps Jack Antonoff and like is like, all right. <laughs> Wait, he's the one reproducing all these? No, not all of them, okay. but he he is for 1989 and stuff, and oh, that's already sure. in the works. Wait, so he's just gonna reproduce his own stuff again? Wow, I mean, this is. I just would love to wait. So this is like a documentary that you watched for Taylor Swift. Did it show any of this type of stuff, like her recreating her albums? Because I think that will be something that I'd want to watch. Is like, like the process of her recreating how she has to, how they have to break down each song and like go back. If you told me to recreate one of my old songs, like the ones that I play at the beginning of the show, sometimes, right? I, like they would never, even though I have like. You know, I, it was me who created them on a computer very similar to this. There's no way it would, it, like, for some reason, I would try to make them sound better. I'm like, oh, right. that was whack back in that day. So let me, like, update it. But no, they keep, like, everything the same because, like, they know that if you change it, the, just the slightest, people are going to go revert back to the original. So so right. it's in their best interest to keep these versions, these Taylor versions, as close as possible. Because remember when JoJo did um, Get Out, Leave? Like that version was. Well, she had to re. We. She had. She had to redo her all her shit because she got screwed right, over. Right, but as that. Well. I love that song growing up, but the new version of it, like I want to support it. It just doesn't give me the same feels as the yeah, original. Yeah, it's not produced the same, which I think she kind of on purpose didn't produce it exactly the yeah, same. But. Yeah, my point exactly. Like I'm sure Taylor Swift wants to update these songs, but like it's definitely not like if to do put all this work into this stuff you have to make them sound and and that in itself is an art and i would love to see behind the scenes of how they do yeah that, it so. didn't really show that i think as much it only showed like the beginning of her journey into that kind of stuff but well dope um yeah so taylor swift is our slapper of the week um i knew you were trouble it is a new song it is um but it's an old one too so uh yeah v do you have any shout outs this week I wanted to shout out my pal, Catherine. It was so good to see her and reconnect after I haven't seen her since February 2020. Um, yeah, so it would have been awesome. good to see her. I, I, I saw her. I, I, I saw her and then I kept walking and I was like, wait, was that Catherine? And I was like, nah. And then um, then you texted me the next day. You're like, did you see her? And I was like, well, yeah. yeah. So and it was and shout out to her and like so her friend Courtney who I've become friends with here and then her friend Katie who came up with her from Chattanooga well down over whatever shout out to them and then I wanted to shout out my pals our pals Melissa and Caleb um, because they've been hanging hanging with me pretty much all are week they there now? so are they there now 
Melissa might be. Um, yeah, no, the other day I was out and I rode my bike and I saw Caleb at, um, at a bar and stuff. So it was good to see him. That boy is wild. Um, so it was good to see him. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to Caleb. And then also, um, shout out to all my friends for last Friday for that party. It was really fun, especially um, the Parker brothers showed up. And some yeah, of my that was fr- cool. Yeah, and some of my friends from my acting class showed up. So shout out to all of them. Oh, did they really? Yeah, I mean, it's like when you're when you're DJing, like you're so focused on that. Like it's almost like, you know, I love to be the DJ at parties, but also sometimes I do like to just go to a party and be like the party guy. Like I, I was just kind of like in the zone of playing music. It had like random friends in there and stuff. I didn't like know how to spread it all out, like to have like good conversations with everybody and stuff while also DJing. So, um, you know, I had a fun time, but I just appreciated everyone that was around. Um, do you ever just feel that way? Like, it's like, Oh, we didn't get to talk much, but they were around, they showed love and it was just fun. Um, shout out to everybody. Um, that's pretty much it for this week. Uh, you know, I'm just trying to make it through the week. Uh, and this weekend, um, do you have any plans, anything set in stone? Um, Friday, I'm going to a, I'm going to go see Sebastian Maniscalco. Um, Mm, that should be funny. Mm -hmm. I'm excited. That's cool. Um, you going to see with some friends? Yes, I am. Dope, dope. All right. Well, um, that should be fun. Uh, I got uh, my friend Jr. coming into town. He'll be staying with me on Friday. Oh, really? Yeah. So um, he's going to be hanging out with me on Friday. And um, you know, I should get into some more things this weekend. Andy and I just started up um, our new puzzle. So it's Oh, t- I see it in the back. Yeah, it's, it's, we started it up. We got I'll the frame. I'll have to celeb shot a piece or oh, two. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, we're going for them. Like last time it was 100 grand. This time it's a million dollars. So we just got to scan that QR code once we finish this puzzle. And, you know, we got the million, hopefully. Um, yep. No one's okay. won it yet. So it could be this one behind me right now. I'm just taking my sweet, sweet time. How um, much did you get from the other one? Any how money? Much? I got, uh, I, I think I got 25 cents. Yeah, I was about to say. I'm like, and they direct like- deposited it into my account and shit. I was like, this is some bullshit. So, um, yeah. Well, guys, this has been our show. You know what it is. It's Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. I'm Veronica. And we love you. All right. Deuces. Bye. Bye. Podcast.